Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 12th of October. The Supreme Court today granted the central government time to respond to a batch of petitions challenging the constitutional validity of the Places of Worship Special Provisions Act of 1991 by 31st of October. The Act prohibits any changes to the character of all religious places as they existed on 15th of August 1947. It was passed during the Ram Jan Bhumi movement that led to the raising down of the Babri Masjid. A bench of Chief Justice UU Lalit, Justice Ravindra Bhatt and Justice Ajay Rastogi had listed the batch of petitions. In the last hearing, the court had given the central government two weeks to respond. However, advocate Vrinda Grover, who was appearing for the Jamayat Ulema e Hind, said that no response was received. Live law reported. Solicitor General of India Tushar Mehta, appearing for the government, said that the response was still under consideration and more time was required. Listeners, before I continue with today's news, I would like to invite you to the sixth edition of the Media Rumble. The sessions will be held on 14th and 15th of October at the India Habitat Centre in New Delhi. The speakers include leading news professionals, tech innovators, filmmakers and writers such as Sophie Zhang, Kanchan Gupta, Sucharita Tyagi, H.R. Venkatesh, Meena Kotwal and R.J. Saima. To register or to seek more details, visit themediarumble.com. Kerala State Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan has written to Prime Minister Narendra Modi over a parliamentary panel's recommendation to make Hindi the medium of instruction at all technical and non-technical higher educational institutes. The Chief Minister called it a callous move and said it will disadvantage a vast majority of Indians in matters of education and employment. The recommendation was made by the Parliament's Official Language Committee, which is headed by Union Home Minister Amit Shah. The committee's report was reportedly presented to President Draupadi Murmu last month. In a letter, Vijayan said that the essence of India is defined by the concept of unity in diversity, which acknowledges cultural and linguistic diversity. He also said that the promotion of one language over another would destroy the integrity of the nation. The job seekers and students of our country have serious apprehensions in this regard, he said. He went on to suggest that question papers for competitive exams for central government jobs may be framed in all languages specified in the 8th schedule of the constitution. The 8th schedule to the constitution has given 22 languages equal rights. Apart from Vijayan, Communist Party of India Rajya Sabha MP Binoy Vishwam also wrote to the Prime Minister saying that the 11th report of the Committee of Parliament on Official Languages gives undue prominence to Hindi to make it the country's dominant language. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin has also raised objections to the recommendations of the report. Listeners, Tamil Nadu's Minister for Finance and Human Resources Management, Palaniwal Thiyaga Rajan, has emerged as one of the most strident critics of the Narendra Modi government's economic policy-making. His scathing response to an anchor's questions on alleged freebie culture in India has recently gone viral. Watch News Laundry's interview with the minister in which Abhinandan Sekri asks him about social welfare schemes and the government's role in balancing capitalism and socialism. It is titled NL Interview P. Thiyaga Rajan on Freebies, Free Markets and Captive Delhi Media. The interview is behind the paywall exclusively for our subscribers who believe in the power of a reader-supported and independent news model. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. 
So, if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. The Haryana government has said today that it will stop the production of the cough syrups that caused deaths of 66 children in Gambia where the syrups were exported. Last week, the World Health Organization had issued an alert on four cough syrups which were manufactured by Haryana-based Maiden Pharmaceuticals. Following this, the Central Drugs Standard Control Organization had launched a probe into the matter. It was claimed that the consumption of the cough syrups caused injuries in the kidneys of children. Haryana Health Minister Anil Vij said that the central and state drug departments had found 12 flaws in the medicines and its manufacturing process after conducting a joint inspection. The company was reportedly not maintaining a logbook of equipment, instruments and some of the chemicals used in manufacturing. The company has been asked to respond to a notice sent by the Haryana government. Vij said that the production of the medicines will stop after the state government receives reports on the samples sent to the central drug lab in Kolkata for testing. The Pharmaceutical Export Promotion Council has suspended the membership of Maiden Pharmaceuticals. This means incentives to the company will be cut off. People who have been living in Jammu for over a year will be able to register as voters, authorities have said. Revenue officials in Jammu have been directed to issue residence certificates to those living in the district for more than a year so that they can be registered as voters during the revision of electoral rolls. Deputy Commissioner of Jammu and District Poll Officer Avni Lavasa passed the order and said that the voters were facing issues registering themselves as many of them did not have proof of residence needed for the process. Former Chief Minister Mehbooba Mufti criticized the move and said that the government of India's colonial settler project had been initiated in Jammu. She added that this would be the first blow to Dogra culture, identity, employment and business. Before the revocation of Jammu and Kashmir's special status, only those defined as permanent residents of Jammu and Kashmir had voting rights. Assembly elections have not taken place in Jammu and Kashmir since the abrogation of Article 370 in 2019. A MiG-29K aircraft crashed over the sea during a routine sortie off the coast of Goa today. The aircraft reportedly developed a technical snag while it was returning to base. In a statement, the navy has said that the pilot had ejected safely and was rescued during a search and rescue operation. A board inquiry into the crash has been ordered to investigate the cause. NDTV reported. The MiG-29K is fitted with the Russian-built K-36D 3.5 ejection seat. which is considered very sophisticated. This is the fourth accident involving the MiG-29K since 2019. A court in Myanmar sentenced Aung San Suu Kyi to three years in prison on charges of accepting a bribe today. Reuters reported. The leader has denied all allegations. Suu Kyi faces at least 18 offences, including those pertaining to corruption and election violation. She faces combined maximum terms of nearly 190 years. She is being kept in solitary confinement in the capital Naypyidaw. All her trials have been conducted in closed court. Myanmar's military took over the country in a coup early last year. It happened shortly after Suu Kyi had a landslide victory in democratic elections. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch 
all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.